I used to wear a suit and heels. <laughs> and it was fun for a while. It was. Yeah, Tim Westwood. Who thought Tim Westwood would have connected me with the jungles of Peru? But he did. What the hell is my job? I was in like my nine to five corporate London life. And then we happened to be going to a club, Tim Westwood DJ. <laughs> so back in the day, like playing somewhere, we were like, oh, let's go. So we went and we were just standing outside and then we met a friend. He had been traveling around and he was joining us. So we're in the queue and my partner's like, hey, have you heard of tea? And he, he shows us his necklace. He's like, this is tea. I've just come back from Peru and I drank ayahuasca. We were like, I am what? He's like, yeah. And then he's, he's a vegetarian now and he's not drinking. And we're going to see like a DJ that we used to love. He's like, it's cool. I'm fine. I'm like, I'm here to enjoy myself. And he was the party guy, you know, he was the guy that was buying the rounds of shots. He was the one that was not going home to the after party. So I'm looking at him. Wow, you look really healthy, actually. Your skin looks clear. You know, you look great. He was happy. And we had a night out and he didn't drink, but he was enjoying himself. So I was like, okay. He already knew the retreat center. He already been there and I could see like, okay, he's safe. So we went there and it was in Pacalpo in Peru. It was nine days. You do four ceremonies across nine days. You have to die and prepare for it. It's like, these are the most open-hearted, loving people I've ever met. Like, are people really like that? You know, but you're living together for 10 days. So I'm like, well, they, they can't fake it for these 10 days. But I mainly felt afterwards that I was able to see what I really wanted to do in my life and actually do it. After Peru, I was sitting at my desk and I literally couldn't work. It's just not matching anymore. I literally couldn't. I couldn't find this motivation to complete tasks. I was like, what is going on? And I just couldn't do it. So I quit my job. I went traveling in India for six months, learned yoga, meditation. You know, I was on a new diet, kind of had new practices, just almost getting to know myself again. Uh, and then I went back to volunteer. So volunteering was like supporting people going through that process. So the shamans are running the ceremony and we're just kind of there in the room, making sure, you know, you're physically okay. If you need something, you know, if you need a hand to hold. Now, as I was watching them transform in the nine days, I was also understanding myself. And then also the day-to-day, -day, we're, we're living in the jungle in the center. So looking after the land, the, you know, the cleaning, the food prep, the dogs, the chickens. Yeah, it's gone from London to very rural jungle. We were supposed to stay for three months. And then three months later, I was like, oh, I'm not ready to go. And they said, okay, you can stay for another three months. And then that, that ended up an eight-month stretch in the jungle. So by that time, I had done every job that needed to be done to get that retreat running. And the retreat owners were saying, like, okay, do you want to come back and actually facilitate and manage the retreat? And I just thought, okay, what, what greater work can I do right now? That was, that was another level, I could say, of kind of supporting the guests, supporting the volunteers, and also looking after yourself, kind of managing the tasks amongst the volunteers. Like, how can we best serve these guests? Because we hold a lot of supportive classes during the retreat as well, like yoga, meditation, things about diet. So I would teach yoga classes as well. Or we would have volunteers that might have ideas like, hey, this could be a really supportive activity. So we would we would start creating things and yeah, I, I kind of went in that cycle for about three years up until the pandemic. And after the pandemic, I found EFT after that, actually. I actually happened to be traveling in Israel and I realized, oh, Israel is a really open place. And I just searched EFT randomly and I found who's today my, my teacher and mentor and I booked a session with her. And the day of the session happened, there happened to be some fire and I couldn't travel. 
So I called her and I said, I'm really sorry. I'm not able to make our session, but I will pay for the cancellation fee. You know, I, I appreciate your time. And the first thing she said to me was, okay, you know, things happen. Don't worry about it. And I instantly felt like, oh, that really peaceful, accepted. And I thought, okay, she's kind of really practicing what she preaches because I really felt okay about it. And we started talking a little bit about my background. So she said to me, oh, I'm doing a level one training and I have one spot. Um, genuinely it's therapists and psychologists but I think with your background you would be able to get it and join and I said to her oh no I've, I've never even done a session I, I can't do that and she said yeah it's okay but during the level one we do a lot of practice with each other so you will see firsthand what EFT is like so I just kind of took a leap of faith and I went on this three-day course and it just continued from there she was right you know, we, she taught us a simple technique. I tried it with a partner and I instantly saw the result in myself and the partner I was working with. And I thought, okay, right. She really kind of instilled in us, like, trust yourself, you know, trust what you're feeling because when you're tapping with somebody, so I'm tapping and they're tapping, we're mir mirroring each other. So if I, if I feel something that, you know, does, does this feel right with you? Do these words resonate with you? And always asking like, what's going on for you and listening and relaying. So it's, it's a very open discussion and that's where I feel comfortable because I don't know and they don't know, but together we're trying to find out. I found myself in Turkey actually, which is where I am at the moment. And I ended up loving Turkey. And, you know, working with EFT, it's something that you can do online. I didn't realize how flexible it can be because it's just about having a video connection available. And if I'm flexible with time, because it's just time zones that I have to work with the most. Um, if I can manage that, then it doesn't matter where I am. Hey folks, it's Nathi. We'll be back with more right after this break. What the hell is my job? We are painting yachts for the richest people in the world, like Spielberg, Bezos and other quite known people. So the most luxurious toys in the world. it's quite difficult process because we don't paint just one time and that's it other people come pipe fitters electricians and they destroy paint and again we have to paint repaint it so never ending story <laughs> on the end yeah it looked nice i was working a few times on almost finished yachts all carpets all furnitures were there so we had to be really careful when we was walking with paint <laughs> and they were really nice uh, here i'm painter slash uh, foreman on yacht and in poland i have a beekeeping company a few years ago i've started with my cousin so i i've learned a bit and continue my grandma journey <laughs> because she had 40 years bees so now it's my turn we will see where it will go i was stung a few times <laughs> when i was young i, I liked the smell the climate of uh, beekeeping i thought maybe 10 years ago to go sweden and there start beekeeping i was grown up in sweden every year we was going there 
for summer vacation and one month in tent that was something what I liked. I was about three years on organic farm so now I have second family there and they asking me to come back with bees have bigger connection with nature. <laughs> I thought about Sweden many times and still Sweden is in my mind. It's uh, complicated. Costs are not the biggest problem because I have to have permits to go to Sweden and go to the municipality. So quite much to do, but nature is calling. So. <laughs> as always. So in this year I've started and it's quite nice profit. I've already almost covered all expenses. It's a little bit more, more uh, now because I've bought few equipment and 27 beehives. So I will not be on plus in this year, but still uh, revenue is quite nice. So it's something where you can find a lot of job <laughs> and it's quite decent income but I need double or triple to have just one job maybe in two three years will be enough to stop painting on the art and just do nature and creative stuff I've already finished world building guides, how to create fantasy and sci-fi worlds. It has 19 books package. Now I have a whole series. A few days ago, I've already finished translating on English. So in a few days, I should publish that on Amazon. Start writing again fantasy in this uh, autumn because I had kind of break from that. I was studying also and writing world building guides, so there wasn't enough time to writing fantasy. I was just collecting ideas. There is outline, so now I just have to sit and write it. There is a lot to do. If you want to be featured on the show, or you know someone who's perfect for the show, then just fill out the quick and easy form on our website and we'll contact you. Head to whatthehellismyjob.com for sign up.